You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No! How did this fly get in there? Somebody got a fly swatter? Yeehaw! Uh, it was a shot of Prairie Jesus is really what it was. It was. You'd think we, we'd be getting used to it, but it would, we, we never get used to it. We never get tired of good things happen. This life doesn't get old. No. It was a nice little distraction from the real world, and here we are today for a coffee session. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, it is. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Friday coming in hot. Football Friday. And like Monday, we're going to break with a little tradition here. I haven't told Moose this. He doesn't know, but it's not that big of a deal. As you see, I am in very sunny South Florida. I apologize, guys, for the lighting thing, but it is what it is. Trust me. We're live and in color, and Moose is with us in Toronto. Moose, don't panic, okay? Don't panic. Okay. When I say we're going to break with... Yeah, when I say we're going to break with tradition, I'm going to explain it here real quickly what we're going to do. On Monday, instead of the usual warm-up, the Quake 6, and we went through all what was going on in sports, the rundown. Remember we did the overreaction Monday with six bold overreaction statements? Yes. That went over really well. And, in a, and, and I'm going to explain in a second how we're going to change things up a little bit today, other than to say that our guests are former Toronto Argonauts kicker Dan Giancola. Do you remember him? I can't you, say that I do, and I feel bad for that, but I don't. Uh, that's okay. It's okay. It's not, there's no real wrong answer. There isn't a wrong answer there. But, I mean, I called his games, and he wrote me on Facebook the other day, and he's like, Rod, I don't know if you remember me. Of course I remember you. <laughs> I broadcast your games. Um, oh. And we're Facebook friends. But it's not like, yeah. anyways, Dan Giancola, for those that don't know, played for the Buffalo Bills. Have you, are you familiar with them? <laughs> National Football League team in 2000. Uh, played with the Toronto Argonauts, Ottawa Renegades, Montreal Alouettes, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Dan Giancola. He's a great cup champion from Thorold, Ontario. I don't know where that is. But we'll find out. Dan Giancola has written a book, and it's unreal. It's called Be That One, 
and it's about his very amazing life story. That's coming up later on today. Jim Barker from the CFL on TSN, five-time Grey Cup champion, is going to stay with us here. Looks like maybe through the whole offseason, thanks to his marketing and rep company, EMJ Marketing, for making that happen. And then I saw a lot of scuttlebutt on social media about what's going on with the XFL-USFL merger. And to be honest, with the CFL season behind us, everybody else and their dog talking NFL. And trust me, we'll talk NFL today, too, on a football Friday. I thought, there's only one guy I care to hear from on the XFL-USFL merger. It's Reed Johnson from the Mark cast. So I'm like, Clark, can we, can we make that happen? And Clark made it happen. So Reed Johnson's going to be with us from Seattle in hour two. So those are the guests. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? Uh, Director Jordan, who's back. Trust me, I'm sure it killed Director Jordan to miss a couple of days' work because he's produced more of these, directed more of these shows than you and I have been on. How about that? How about that? But did you guys, did you guys know that it's Tuna's birthday? Did you know that? The director that filled in for Jordan this week? Did you know that, Producer Clark? Just wondering. If if Ah, you knew. Okay. Well, it's not like I love the guy or anything. It came up in my Facebook birthdays today. I knew it was his birthday. We were just waiting to get him a present till later. Okay, I had planned to go out this (laughs) afternoon. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The cake is coming. Okay. Just so these guys aren't sitting there waiting with their finger over the detonation button. Director Jordan, can you hit the quick six show horn, please? And let's go. So here's how it's going to be different today. It's going to be a uh, free-for-all Friday. How about this? Whatever the hell everybody wants to talk about for the next two hours, I'm down with any structure that we have, which, believe it or not, we have structure. It's unreal. It doesn't seem like it, but we do. Um, the Sober Carpenter text line, as the boys are saying, 902-518-3033. Our sales coordinator, Kevin the Medium in Calgary, said there ain't nothing better for sales and marketing than you cracking a sober carpenter on the air. So that's what we're doing, buddy. We're going to get buzzed on suds and have ourselves a big and rich time on this IPA, black IPA, sober carpenter. What are you laughing at? It's like, it's like, that's, it's, it's now becoming a hey. pure reference because it's, it's like 20 years old, that song now, probably. But it's good. I love it. <laughs> The point is, we're just going to throw it all out the window and just have fun today on a football Friday, and I'll guarantee guarantee you there ain't no other shore doing that today. So, Johnny O, it's a great day, right, Rod? Yeah, it's a great day. I'm jumping all over the place. And I was having supper last night with our club, and uh, my buddy Derek, he's from Georgia. I want to say this. He just said, well, this was the idea. It's actually the way they say it, Darren. Yes. The idea was to do this. And I know that because I think he's from Mayberry, uh, and that doesn't mean anything to you, Uh, Mayberry, Andy Griffith Show, but it does to a lot of our listeners and viewers. So anyways, I'll save the hockey for the sports updates. The point of being it's going to be all football here today. And you wouldn't even believe that we're live on national television on Game Plus TV all across Canada. We're on the radio and 31 U.S. states TV. We're on the radio in Atlanta. You wouldn't even know because we're just a couple of guys jacking around here today. Mickey Mouse. But I will start with this. And it is the National Football League. 
And we'll get to the CFL stuff, too, because my phone went off last night while I was out for supper with my club, and the guy on the other end of the line wanted to talk about uh, some CFL stuff and the Rough Riders coaching thing, and we're going to get to that in this segment, if not this segment, next for sure. But number one, Dak Prescott threw three touchdown passes, and the Dallas Cowboys extended their home winning streak to 14 games by rallying for a 41-35 victory over the Seattle Seahawks. Dak's 12-yard pass to Jake Ferguson put Dallas in front with four and a half minutes to go. Geno Smith threw three touchdown passes to DK Metcalf, but Seattle couldn't avoid a third consecutive loss. So kudos to those who play fantasy football and have DK Metcalf in on their roster. Last night, Dylan uh, opened his phone. He's across the table from him, and he goes, do you play fantasy football? And I'm like, no. Talk about a conversation killer. But I just don't. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't prefer fantasy. I prefer reality. And I don't know how much you paid attention to those games last night, Dallas and Seattle, Darren. Neither is your team. I saw a tank from Esteban wrote in here yesterday and said, I'm happy for Rod that his team's winning and in contention, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. And something dawned on me today, Darren, and this is where I'll bring, I want your thoughts. I had an intuition as I was standing in the kitchen. The older you get, the more you've been to the show. Like, let's just get to the playoffs if you're the Dallas Cowboys. We've been in the playoffs every year. Let's just get to the playoffs, and let's see if we can finally beat San Francisco to get out of the NFC. I don't really care about the regular season, but the intuition I had was, well, just wait. Like life, while you want to get to the destination, whatever that may be, you're supposed to enjoy the journey along the way. You should enjoy the journey. Trust the process, as they say. So for the Dallas Cowboys, we just we keep winning. And I'm with the coach, Mike McCarthy, who said after the game, we need games like this. We're going to need games like this. Because the Cowboys were steamrolling everybody, as you know. Three or four games, maybe five, they've won by 20 points or more. They're kicking the crap out of everybody. But they, the Seahawks made them sweat last night. Seahawks were leading at halftime. The game went down to the final couple minutes before the Cowboys pulled it out. That's a good thing. And you see how the fans, they, just, they want you to kick the crap out of everybody every week by 40 points. That's not actually a good thing. That's not actually a good thing. Because if you steamroll everybody in the regular season, we've seen it with teams, the second you get a little adversity punch you in the mouth, whether it's late in the regular season or the playoffs, you don't know how to handle it. Ask the Toronto Argonauts. So I'm enjoying the journey. Um, another Cowboys win, 14 in a row at home. Let's get to the playoffs, but I at least will pay attention to what's going on in the regular season and enjoy it. Do you, have, you dig? I dig. And I'll tell you, I was paying attention to that game because Tony Pollard's on my fantasy team, and he scored a touchdown in go. the second half, and I'm jumping off the couch, and life is good. But you don't care about my fantasy team. No, it was a good game. It was a really good football game. And what was a couple things stood out to me. Um, they say it's the fifth time ever, not a single punt in the football game. That's pretty wild. Uh, I don't know about ever, but, or fifth time this season. I can't remember what the stat was, but no punts. Um, Gino actually talked about him yesterday saying there's a lot of pressure on Gino. And he threw a couple or threw three touchdowns to DK, he ran for another one, but it wasn't enough. Um, I thought, you know, Mike McCarthy, as the one criticism that came up, Still needs to work on the time management. There's no way that Seattle should have kept getting the ball back with chances to win. They had to 
you know, the Cowboys stopped him three times on fourth down in the last few minutes of the football game. They should have never had the ball back. But good win for Dallas to be able to overcome, uh, come from behind win and uh, full marks. It makes them a, a tougher team to get out later on in the year. Yeah, and I might tell you that we will play Week 13 NFL Deal or No Deal later on in the program today. That's where Darren and I, for our official betting partner, Bet Regal, take a look at the betting lines from the Bet Regal odds makers and decide if we're going to take the bet or not. It's always a lot of fun. I'll remind those that are writing in with their hockey comments. It's a football Friday. They missed off the top where I said I'm going to save the hockey talk and for just the sports updates. Um, I, I, I see that people writing into the show going, how about those Flames? How about those Oilers? Here's a really good example. This guy, Ted in Edmonton, if you can believe, 902-518-3033 writes in and he says, the oil will win the Stanley Cup this year, guaranteed, because they won their fourth in a row. I love that our viewership's growing. The ratings show us that we're growing, we're getting bigger, and that's awesome. But the new people, you need to understand something. With your teams, Leafs, Cowboys, Flames, Oilers, Blue Jays, win a few in a row. We're going to win a championship. We're going all the way. Lose a few in a row. We suck. Fire the coach. I'm not here for the bandwagon. I'm not here for the elevator. I'm not here for the toilet seat going up and down. Okay? So right in, whatever you want, but I'm not getting sucked in to that. It's, I, I can't. Too old. Point two, I was saying to Darren in our morning meeting, I am, I've officially moved to Florida, okay? But it's taken me longer than I'd like to get onto this college football. <laughs> and I was trying to explain it, and Darren was trying to explain it to me. And I don't know that you had any success doing that, but for tonight, for a conference just about on its last legs, the Pac-12 is having one hell of a final kick. Number three, Washington. And number five, Oregon, two of the four conference teams ranked in the top 25, meet tonight for what will probably, the winner will probably get a college football playoff spot. And the Pac-12 has not placed a team in the playoffs of college football since Washington made it way back in 2016. That lack of success in the NCAA's marquee sport is why every team other than Oregon State and Washington State are heading to other conferences next year. Washington and Oregon will be Big Ten conference rivals, while their respective state rivals try to keep the Pac-12 going in some form with the help of an alliance with the Mountain West. I don't even know what the hell I just read. But I made it sound convincing, <laughs> like I knew what I was talking about. There are two very big college football games on television tonight. New Mexico State versus Liberty. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. In the Conference USA Championship game, Liberty Flames, where Ken Austin coached up until this year for many years, they've not lost a game all year. First time in program history. That's tonight. Conference USA. I love saying that. And then this game I just talked about, Washington, Oregon, in Vegas for the Pac-12 championship. I, I know I'm dumb. I'm a blockhead. I've been called that. It just see it is it's a lot, and God knows there's enough shows talking about this. We're not going to be that show, but are you globbing on to what's going on right now, particularly this weekend and then moving forward? And then the, God wouldn't even get me started on the transfer portal. Kids changing teams, it's insane. It's a lot. The transfer portal's a lot. You're seeing 
players already declaring that they're going into the portal. I don't love that. That's that's a lot. I don't not a fan. But I am. I'm all over the college football, you know, championship games this weekend tonight. I'm gearing up for Washington and Oregon. Those are two, uh, you know, of the top programs in the country perennially too, and the most popular programs. And it, it is very interesting when you start looking at who might get into the playoffs, the four teams. And you know, it looks like Michigan's got their ticket. They'll play Iowa Saturday in the Big Ten championship game. And they're talking about, will Iowa even score a touchdown in that game? Well, why are we playing a championship game then? You know, if we don't think they're even going to score a, yeah. a touchdown, but whatever. So they'll probably have one of the spots. We're really excited about Alabama, Georgia, and what happens if Alabama wins, and they both have one loss. Who gets into the playoff? So there's endless discussions across the U.S. networks on this stuff. But I am. I'm definitely into the game because the early season game between Washington and Oregon was such a close game that Washington won. Um, Does it matter more? A championship game in terms of rankings? I don't know. We'll find out. Well, and that's the point is the game. I'm just trying to tell our viewers, whether you're in Canada or the USA, that Pac-12 championship game in Vegas is going to be on your television tonight. So whether you know who the personalities are or the ramification of what's going on, it's going to be on your TV and you're going to be watching it and it's going to be fun because it's football. So there's that. And while the CFL is in its off season, and by the way, that's our next point coming up. We're going to have to push most of the talk into the next segment. But to sit and say, ah, oh, they should get rid of the salary operations cap. Oh, they should change these rules. I, 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 no, that is not us. No, we're going to talk about what is going on. And that's these huge college football games, particularly this weekend. Now, my next point is this, CFL news. Corey Mace being hired in Saskatchewan. He held his introductory news conference this morning. We're going to talk about that. Touchdown Pacific. We have not spent enough time on that. Uh, this week, huge announcement of what the, the Canadian Football League coming to Victoria. We got more college football to talk, NFL Week 13, and of course, some hockey items too. But we're keeping it to football today. But for the most part, it's a free-for-all Friday. And we'll be right back, live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome back inside the RP Show. I'm sure you never went anywhere, nor did I. 
Ah, gorgeous day here in South Florida. How about those Panthers? They are on their way home after taking five of six points out of Canada, <clears throat> including a 5-1 route of Les Habitants last night in Montreal. Uh, Moose is in Toronto. We're going to keep it rolling on this football Friday. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. writes in and he says, I decided to crack an Irish red sober carpenter beer this morning, Rod, and I never drink in the morning. LOL. It's non-alcoholic beer for everybody. We save it for Fridays. Dang, is it yummy. And Moose even picked it up from Whole Foods. I mean, I could drink it every day, but I try to save it for Fridays for the most part. If I can, on a football Friday, I see a lot of people checking in. They missed right off the hop. Here's the roadmap of today's football Friday. It's largely a free-for-all Friday. Whatever you want to talk about, we're going to try and keep it focused on football. And coming up later on in hour two, Reed Johnson will join us. I see Jenna from Southern California chiming in. She's a big XFL fan. And there's this, this something's happened with the XFL-USFL merger. I don't really know what. Reed's going to straighten it all out for us. We did have a big chunk of this first segment talking about last night's NFL game. And here right now, oh, and we also talked college last segment. We're going to talk about some Canadian Football League stuff here right now. And now would be a really good time, I guess, to tell you what the poll question is. It's brought to you, as it always is, daily by Key Auto Group at the Key Auto Group. You can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Please go check them out. Support our sponsors. They're what keep us on the air. The poll question is, do you support the high? How do you feel about the hiring of Corey Mace as head coach of the Canadian Football League Saskatchewan Rough Riders? And we can settle in on this one for a while because it is a football Friday. This is the day I welcome all and sundry Football fans, no matter what league you cheer for, hopefully all of them, come on inside. And the vast majority of what I see here, and uh, Clark, I'll have you look up what they're saying on YouTube, if you don't mind, for those that voted there. Your options are good move, bad move, or undecided. 79% on Twitter are saying, yes, good move. 79% saying good move. What's the YouTube people saying, Clark? 54% say good move. 30, did you say 39% undecided? I appreciate the honesty more so with the YouTube people because I'll be honest, CFL guy here, no doubt about it. Um, I've never met Corey Mace. I don't know whether he's going to be a good coach or not. So put me in the undecided group. But I know the Ryder Nation better than anybody. I do. Lived there for half a century as part of it. They're all excited. But they don't know much about the guy. Darren, I can see why they, supporting the move, the majority would say that. But I think they should be voting for undecided because nobody really knows how this is going to work out. I admire the optimism, the buzz, the hype. But let's be real. I think that's it. It's optimism. It's hype. It's, and, and those are good things. As a fan, you only want to look at reasons why your team's going to be good and why things are going to be great. And so you want to be excited. And I think that's how you have, as a fan, that's how you have to go into an era with a new coach, no matter who they hired. They could have hired the person at the bottom of the list that you've never heard of and you absolutely hate it. But as a fan, you don't want to have a new coach and be like, huh, we're going to suck now. This sucks. I don't want, you know what I mean? That's not fun. So, 
I admire it, but you're right. We we really don't know how it's going to play out. We don't know how he's going to do as a head coach. We've seen a lot of coordinators move to the head coaching ranks, and it doesn't work out because you have a different set of responsibilities and a lot more pressure. But Corey's checking all the boxes so far. So I look at, you know, when you're going down the path of something, are you getting green lights or are you getting red lights, right? And right now it seems like, you know, it's a it's lot a of yellow. green lights it's a with yellow. Corey Mace. And maybe no, it's no, a no, yellow. No, 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 it's but, but it's but you're speeding what, what through those yellows. What is the definition? Yellow. What's the definition of the amber light? What is it? What are you supposed to do when you see it? It's caution. Caution. Proceed right. with caution. So move but, ahead. Yes. But be cautious. But you are. You're right. And that's you're, what we would still move. Yeah. Still moving ahead. And but we yeah, will find we out. Are. I think yeah. we need to be cautious. We need to be open-minded, but we'll really find out. You can't decide if he's going to be a great coach or not today. we got to wait till the season. No, uh, so Jeff the Stamps fan writes in, and today is his kind of show, Jeff the Stamps fan. He, he watches every day, and I appreciate that, but today is the kind of show that is made for him. He says, whether Corey Mace is a good hire or not is a discussion for this time next year. No one knows. Yeah, I get it. But I also know when Matthew Kachuk was traded for Mackenzie Weger and that crew that we wanted to declare a winner that day. And we said the Flames fleeced the Panthers. Less than a year later, uh-uh, had it 100% wrong. But you need to declare a winner that day. And that's how, that's how this sports media business goes. I don't like it. I didn't write the rules. It's the way that it is. And while we're sitting here right now, I should make it very clear. I'm going to spend more time on this in my weekend columns. But there were Ryder fans writing into RodPeterson.com saying, okay, Riders look headed in the right direction. They got their coach. You need to get on board and start promoting the team. And actually, I was out busy doing a lot of stuff yesterday afternoon. I didn't see this guy's comments. He's in Calgary, but he's a Ryder fan. There's a lot of those. And I didn't immediately publish his comment to our website. So it would like, he like, was like eight, nine, 10 comments from him. Growing rage. The more he waited to see his comment, right? And he's like, I don't respect you anymore. You had a bad ending with the riders. You need to get over it. But my God, bro, slow your roll. Fans can get on excited, hype. Do you do you. Where we have a problem is when you start telling me how to feel and what to do. Because, again, to say Corey Mace is going to fix all the Riders' problems is saying that the head coach was the only problem the Riders had or was the problem, and I don't believe that was the case. History is the best predictor of the future. A year ago, they said the quarterback was the problem, and they fired him. And the offensive coordinator. How did that turn out? <clears throat> so now it's the coach. No, it's way more than all of that. And people don't want to see it, and that's fine. And, you know, I... Somebody brought up um, the former president, Jim Hobson. He's, he's on the show all the time, or a lot. I remember we used to sit around all the time in restaurants, airplane, airport departure gates, whatever. We spent a lot of time together. He's probably watching right now. He watches this show every day. And he said this very matter-of-factly. He's like, as the voice of the team, you have to support everything the team does. You know, Jim would always sit back and stroke his goatee. And he didn't, it wasn't an order. It was like this subliminal rhetorical comment. You're the voice of the team. You have to support everything the team does. And I think we all know that's true, right, Darren? That's true. And, but I had half the people yelling at me, 
when I was the voice of the team for 20 years, you're not saying it the way it is. You're a cabana boy. Blah, 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 blah. And, I, you're, you know, and I'm like, that bothered me because they were right. You know, and I was supporting things. I, I was okay with everything that went on with Jim when he was the president. But after he left, I, I had a tough time reconciling what was going on because it was wrong. So now here I'm reporting on what I see and what I know is going on. And I'm getting to a point here. Um, and now, now I got the other half of people yelling at me. Going, you need to support the team. You need to be. No, bro. No. <laughs> so either way, somebody's going to be mad. And the point, Darren, and I want your take on this is Jeff the Stamps fan wrote in here and said, well, let's be honest, Corey Mace was the third choice for the team. Do you see that there's a real, this has become like a political football or a PR game where the writers are trying to massage it to make it look like, no, 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 that's not true. He's our top candidate, and we soured on those other two candidates. It's being reported that Scott Milanovic from Hamilton and Buck Pierce from Winnipeg turned it down, but that's not right. I don't know what's true and what isn't. Does it matter? No, it doesn't. I mean, and again, you can't dwell on that or give that any time or any of your, of your energy if you're anywhere near that organization. You know, can you imagine going to your wife or your husband or your partner and saying, yeah, yeah, um, I love you and I spend my life with you, but you were my third choice. You know, you're just lucky uh, A and B said no. You know, like, nobody needs, like, it doesn't put anybody in a good, good position. I understand why fans would want to, you know, would have those conversations. And media might have those conversations. You know, to be like, look, you got your guy, but you failed on the first two. So, you know, that can mean a lot of things. But I don't think anybody in that organization can dwell on that. Yeah. And I think for Corey, uh, he needs to just understand he's got the job. Uh, forget about if he was the first choice, the second choice. All he can do is go out and coach this team the best that he well, can. Perspective, brother. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. You're right. If the, from a rider perspective and Corey Mace's, it doesn't matter. If you want to know the truth, then I guess it does matter. Um, I'm just trying to, oh, God, there's so many comments coming in here. They do love football Fridays here. Alan in Saskatoon writes, and he says, with management the way it is in Ryderville, I want to see Corey get free reign, but I doubt he will. I love football Friday. And Ryan in Toronto says, I hope we see a lot more big moves in the CFL. It's so much fun to talk about and keeps the CFL in the discussion. Yes, it does. I'll just say this. Last night when I was with my club, meeting in downtown Boca, Meisner Park. Uh, I'm on the phone in the restaurant. I kind of felt bad. I'm like, I can't ignore this. And I was swapping, just comparing stories with my friend who called. I'm not even going to name him. But I was like, do you believe this story that two guys turned it down? He's like, yes, I do. And he goes, I also know that there are three coaches on the Rough Riders staff from last year that the, that the riders are trying to make the new coach put on his staff. Holdovers. That's not completely unheard of. It's not unheard of, but that's what's going on. And I'll tell you who they are. The old line coach, special teams coach, and the quarterbacks coach. Vitaly, Drew Tate, and uh, Missouri. Those are the guys that they're trying to make the next coach bring along. So I guess we'll see if Corey Mace puts them on his staff. That's what I heard. And Scott Milanovic didn't want to do that. It was a big reason why he was not 
named the coach of the Riders, and Buck Pierce turned it down for his own reasons. And he's saying how much he loves Winnipeg. That's probably true, too. So as we sit here today, 24 hours after the hire and on the day of the news conference, we'll talk about it. After today, it doesn't really matter. And with Ryan in Toronto talking about off-season stories in the CFL, I mean, I apologize. Can somebody want to write in from uh, Victoria or Vancouver and tell me, um, was there a date for Touchdown Pacific? Again, it doesn't really matter because it's over six months away. I hope to be there. I really do. Um, we're planning some really big things with the Canadian Football League next year. One of those would be real nice to be broadcasting from Victoria and Touchdown Pacific. Oh, yeah, baby. Sign me up. Uh, all about it is good. And, and hey, um, sorry, Darren, before Natasha writes in from Winnipeg and she says, I'm a diehard Bomber fan. I have to say Touchdown Pacific isn't going to be the moneymaker Touchdown Atlantic is. Ottawa's fans won't travel like the Riders fans have every summer. Sad to be hearing the best kitchen party won't be happening in 2024. Well, it's just one year. I'll allow the comment, but whatever. Let's just be positive and support it. Um, have you had any thoughts on Touchdown Pacific since it was announced it's, the other day? It's not meant, I don't think, to be a moneymaker. It's not about that. It, I think Amar Dolman has a long-term vision. I think he's a big thinker, just from what I gather. Again, I haven't had a one-on-one -on -one time with him to get to know him, but this is about welcoming in the province. You've got to host a great cup. You've got a team that's on the rise. You've got a lot of good things going, and now you're opening your doors. It's a great thing. Um, if it costs them a little bit of money, so be it. If they make a little bit of money, so be it. But they're going to get more hype around this team, more people talking about you, Maybe sell more great cup packages. I think it's a win-win. Uh, yeah. By the way, thank you, John Ohm. The guy from Winnipeg comes to the rescue. It'll be Labor Day weekend. Works for me. Let me check if I'm doing anything. Nope. I'm going to be in Victoria. Okay, Moose, see you in hour two. Get your thinking cap Later. ready. Dan the man, Giancola, joins us next on a football Friday. NFL and CFL veteran. We're live from game, uh, on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. The RP Show continues on a football Friday, and I'm real excited about our next guest. CFL fans will remember the name Dan Giancola, Thorold Ontario product, CFL veteran, Grey Cup champion, and had that tryout with the Buffalo Bills in 2000. He joins us on the program today, and I got I could tell Dan Giancola that you're a very humble guy. You wrote me on Facebook and said, Rod, I don't know if you remember me. I'm like, Dan, I called your games for a lot of years. You know that, right? <laughs> Good to see you again, brother. And now you're an, you're an author. Congratulations. I, I, thank you. It sounds crazy, don't it? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. But, but you've got a story to tell. You know what? We might as well jump right into that. The book, Be That One. Tell us about it. Yeah, you know what, man? Um, initially, when uh, I wanted to write this book, um, I just started writing it. 
And um, I was always told by so many people, um, CFL books traditionally don't sell well. And so hence why uh, no publishers or anybody really would want to, you know, touch this, touch the book really at the end of the day. Um, I reached out to Perry Lefko, uh, who's a very good friend of mine, and he was amazing with me over all the years of, you know, playing in the Canadian Football League just in general, the Buffalo Bills and, and all that fun, fun stuff. And I said, Perry, man, I said, I really want to write a story about my, uh, my career. So I sent them a chapter. And uh, I make a real long story short, it was about, uh, I, I called the chapter the kick that changed my life forever. And it was my game-winning field goal against Hamilton as a rookie. It was my third game. And he read it. He, met, he texted me back right away. He said, dude, this is pretty awesome. I said, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I said, I was wondering if you terribly would mind editing the chapter for me. He said, you know what? I'll do that for you. But would you do me a favor? Can you send me um, a chapter about your heart attack? So May 20th. 2020, I had a massive heart attack here in my fitness studio. And um, I, the doctors say I should have died. I had what they call the widow maker. And um, it, was, it was brutal. And they said I should have died right here in my studio. Uh, I had 100% blockage of the main artery. So I wrote about this. I sent him this, uh, this chapter to him. and. Um, he said to me, Dan, I'm going to do this with you, but under one condition, that we make sure that this is not just about football. And I said, dude, 150%. I don't want this to be about football. I want to be about beating the odds on the field. He said to me, I think you might be able to go one more further. About two years after my heart attack, um, I had gotten... Uh, a clear, uh, clean bill of health. August 17th, 2022, I was sitting right here in this office where I'm sitting right now. And um, I ended up with a massive stroke. Um, it's what they called a grade 17. So to kind of put that in perspective, a level 10 uh, stroke is permanent disability. Um, with no really chance of recovery. I had a level 17. I was here in my studio the one night. I had a great day of training my clients, doing everything here. And I sat down. It was about 8.15 at night. I was cleaning my studio. Everybody was gone. I locked my door every single night, every single night. On that night, apparently, thank God, I forgot. <laughs> Excuse me. And. Next thing you know, the only way I could describe it, and like I think I like I did in the book, was I've never done a drug a day in my life. I can honestly say that on my own life. The only way I could describe it is, is if you go under an anesthetic, you're getting some form of surgery, and I've had a few of them. And um, the doctor says to you, I want you to count down from 10 to 1, and you get to like 9 or 8, and next thing you know, you're fading out and everything around you is becoming blurry, basically tunnel vision, and then you're out. And that's the way it was for my stroke. I just remember my right leg turned in, 
My right arm turned in. Little did I know I was paralyzed on my complete right side of my body. I was face down in the ground and I was trying to push myself up with my left hand. And I kept falling on my face. Finally, somehow, by the grace of God, I don't know how, I, I do remember getting myself almost to a seated position in my couch and I kept falling over. And next thing you know, my buddy Dave walked in and he grabbed my face. And all I could see was, all I remember was his eyes, his nose and his mouth. And he was talking to me and I was trying to respond back to him. And I couldn't. And um, next thing I know, my peripheral vision, whatever I have left of it, I happened to look down to my left and I saw two sets of uh, boots, brown boots, blue, uh, blue pants, and the wheels would seem to be to a gurney. Next thing you know, I wake up in uh, the ICU in Niagara Falls, unresponsive. I remember uh, the nurse grabbing my face, screaming my hand, and I can hear my wife and my daughter beside me, and I look to my right, and everybody was looking for me to communicate some way, somehow, I couldn't. I just kept focusing on picking up my right arm, and it just kept falling down like a rock. And uh, I tried to move my left leg or my right leg. I couldn't move it. All I remember is the doctor saying, "Time is of the essence. We got to get him to Hamilton right now for for surgery." At that point, apparently they administered, I, I believe, what they call it's either TPI or TPA, um, the shot that they give you, and it's um, apparently a high dosage of a blood thinner. When I was about five minutes away from Hamilton. I just remember all of a sudden out of nowhere, my right arm shot up. Um, not making it about the book right now, but that's hence uh, right here, the bottom picture. That's me with my arm up. My daughter was in the ambulance. She happened to have the camera in her hand and she snapped it. You gotta just give me one second, man. Because <laughs> you relive this. It never goes away. And I remember the paramedic looked at me and said, uh, hi. And I look at her and go, hi, how are you? She goes, good. What's going on? And I said, I don't know. She goes, you can move and you can talk. And I she goes, do you know where you are? And just remember saying to her, ambulance? So what's your name? And I said, Dan. You know your last name? I didn't know my last name yet. We get into uh, the Hamilton uh, Hospital. They wheel me in, and there was five doctors waiting for me. It was about nine nurses. They wheel me, wheeled me right into uh, a CAT scan, told me not to move. At this point, though, I was moving everything, and I could understand what they were saying. I still had no idea what happened. They wheel me out. Doctor looks at me and he says, do you know why you're here? And I said, no, doctor, sorry, I don't. So you had a massive stroke. So hard to understand that when for two years, the doctors were telling you that uh, you're okay, that your heart was good. And now I'm laying here, massive stroke.
doctor walked over to my wife and said uh, he had he had what we call Mrs. Jincola best case scenario. The shot was administered within 45 minutes of him having a stroke. And it doesn't always work. And for him, it did. I should be uh, oh. I should be dead. I should be dead or I should uh, from what they told me. I should be dead or a complete vegetable. If my buddy didn't walk in that night, I would have been uh, brain dead within 90 minutes from the magnitude of the stroke. Somehow, some way, by the grace of God, I, I'm here. 150% of me with um, no side effects. So for years, I always took pen to paper and I started writing my book and I was afraid because I just didn't think my, my, uh, my story was good enough and nobody would want to buy the book. And uh, I'm sitting here right now and um, I'm still shocked that I'm on the show with you right now. I'm really honored at being totally honest with you. I'm uh, you should don't mind my shaking. Okay. It's just, it's more excitement than anything. So just understand that I'm okay. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, we're the ones yeah. that are honored to have you. You, sh you should not be with us, Dan. So no. it's a miracle, period. It really is. And I have to apologize. We do have a time restraint, but let me just say in a minute, what is the genesis of your book? What's the message? It's beating the odds in on the field with no college university experience and beating the odds in life. Honestly, that's what it's all about. And uh, it's a bestseller right now on Amazon and I'm I'm so honored. So yeah, thank you, Perry Lefko. You've given us all a lot to think about here, Dan. Um, a, a champion on and off the field and your family. Oh gosh, do they, have, are, do they have quotes in the book? Are they talked to or about? Have they written portions of the book? Your daughter that took the picture? Um, they, uh, they're all through the book. I talk about them throughout the whole entire thing. Uh, Mike Pinball Clemens, God bless him, he forwarded my book. What an amazing forward he did for me. Um, they didn't write any quotes in the book. No, nothing like that. This is all straight from me in my heart, chasing my dream for, wow. for nine years. and. Uh, surviving two things that I shouldn't be here. Man, Dan, well, I tell you, I love you. I'm glad that you're here. It was an honor to call your games. It's an honor to talk with you now. Be That One is the book, everybody. You're looking for a gift for the CFL fan, the football fan in your life. Go to Amazon, Dan Giancola. I kind of apologize that we have to run, Dan, but will you come back again here soon? We'll talk about book sales and all the rest. I'm honored, man. You know what? Anytime. It, not even about the book, just to be a part of it. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Good to see you again, man, and congratulations on everything. Dan Giancola, best-selling author now and Grey Cup champion. We'll be right back. Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, it's a real quick one here. I think Fake Gator commenting in on the Dan Giancola interview. Holy crap, Fake Gator writes on Twitter. Argos and CFL fans should be listening to the RP show right now. What a story. Dan Giancola, AF. Yeah, I think we're going to be thinking about that one for a while. Quick breaking news. Bernie Lynch, 60, a 69-year-old former WHL coach, has been found guilty of sexually assaulting a 17-year-old hockey player, August 7, 1988. Additionally, he's been found guilty of physically assaulting that same player the following day. I'm rushing this, and I shouldn't, but we're all applauding this. I had a role in this situation, and it's had the, the ending we were looking for. We got a break. We'll be back with hour two right after this.